0: We'll begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. If only there had been a good Samaritan for little Yu Yu. But there wasn't. Little Yu Yu was a two-year-old little Chinese girl in one of the Chinese provinces. And her mother was distracted for just a brief moment. She wandered into one of those very narrow, busy streets in her city. And a van came along and hit her. The first wheel rolled over her and then the driver stopped all of a sudden. But he he didn't get out. He paused and then slowly rolled forward. Now the second tire rolling right over little Yu Yu. Then for the next seven minutes, seven plus minutes, not one, not two, not three, not four, but 18 separate people walked by little Yu as she cried out in pain on the street. It was almost as if she was nothing more than a piece of garbage on the street. No one did anything at all. Some stopped and stared. Another little minivan about the same size rolled over her again. We know about this incident because the whole thing was caught on closed circuit television back in 2011. And it literally went viral in the whole country of China. Just about every Chinese citizen knows about this. Of the 18 people that walked by her, not a single one was a Good Samaritan. Now the, the public reaction to what happened to little UU was immediate and very widespread. The, the local news television station, they played this, this very shocking footage on the news at night. And then editorial, dozens of editorials were written in Chinese papers all over the country. The local communist leader said this, this should be a wake-up call for everyone. One particular editorial satirized the whole scene as if it were kind of funny. And they had little Yu Yu on the ground with a big sign on a man's head walking by that simply said, Disregard. There was a survey that went out by one of the popular youth newspapers that surveyed residents. Now, how could such a thing actually happen in this world? How could the the parable of the Good Samaritan come true, only this time without a Good Samaritan? 88% of respondents simply said this. This happened because of growing indifference, indifference toward other people. In other words, people were self-interested, but they were not interested in becoming a good Samaritan. So maybe that person was right. Maybe we ought to put a sign on the people's heads that said, disregard, calloused. we simply don't care. Now just as shocking and just as confrontational as that little story that really happened is the parable of the Good Samaritan. And maybe that's why this this parable still comes down to us and it's even known by secular people. A Jewish man, he, he begins a journey from Jerusalem to Jericho. It's about 17 miles. It's all downhill from there, but it's very rocky and craggy and there's caves where thieves can hide and they're walking down the road. This man's walking down the road 17 miles and he gets jumped. And the thieves, not content with just stealing what he has that is valuable, but they take even his clothes and leave him naked on the ground. Then they beat him up so badly that he's laying there bleeding and dying on the side of the road. Off in the distance, a, a priest is drawing near Oh, God, here comes a man of God. Oh, good, here comes someone who goes to church every week. Oh, good, this is a religious person. Maybe this person will do something. But he sees this dying man on the side of the road, and he walks right around as if nothing And then the priest's helper, a Levite, a religious person, someone who participates in ceremonies, he comes and he sees this dying man and he hears his groans. And he walks right around. Keeps right on going. And then the third person comes. He's a Samaritan. Oh, sweet Jesus, why did you send a Samaritan? There is hate between these two races. Jews hate, hate Samaritans as much as him, Samaritans hate Jews. They are, they're a different religion altogether. But the Samaritan, when he, when he sees the man and his wounds and his groans, he hears the voice of God calling out to him, help this man, will you help him? And he stops with mercy in his heart and he administers first aid. He uses wine as an antiseptic, and, and he, uses, he uses oil to, to soothe the wounds. And then he unpatches his own donkey, and he leaves all the, the merchandise that he was going to sell on the ground there for the thieves to take, and he puts this dying man on his donkey at his own personal expense of time and money. And he takes him to the hotel in Jericho. gives the hotel manager $200 for his trouble. And he says, I'll cover whatever other expenses there are. The good Samaritan, he heard the call of vocation to serve a hurting, dying man. And he answered. How could they just walk right by how could, how could a religious guy, like a priest, how could a Levite just walk right by? Well, maybe, maybe they had more pressing duties waiting for them in Jericho. Perhaps they thought, if I touch this man and he dies, I become ceremonially unclean. Maybe they simply thought, you know, the thieves are lurking nearby, and if I stop, they might get me too, and then... How could I help this dying man? But whatever the reason is, whatever it is, the Levite and the priest are no different than the 18 who left little you, you there on the side of the street. They are no different. You might as well have put a sign on that head that said, callous, indifferent, disregard. We don't care. They were Their ears were stopped up and mute to the call of God, a vocation to serve a neighbor in need. And their eyes were blind. It's impossible to know how the religious scholar reacted to this parable, but that's not really the point, is it? This parable comes down to us. It echoes down to us over the millennium, so we can just take a little bit of a spiritual time out and ask ourselves the question are we any better are we better than the 18 we better the pre- than are we any better than the priest or the levite a drunk lies in the middle of the street in, in the middle of the sidewalk excuse me everybody makes their way around the drunk he's passed out nobody stops Nobody cares. So do you. You walk right around. Don't even think about it. A family member comes to you begging for a loan. You're good for it. You have enough, but you plead poverty saying, you know what? I don't think I have enough. A co-worker's eyes are are bloodshot. There's bags under his eyes. You can tell he's distracted. But... You say nothing you go out for exercising on the east side of Manhattan and it dead ends all of a sudden there's there a cardboard box adult feet are sticking out of it but then you see two other little feet of a little child but you say to yourself I'm not going to give any money to the local homeless shelter we have a challenge living in this city don't we there is so much need so much pain that sometimes it is very easily for us to become indifferent and calloused and think, what good will my little bit do? But do you hear the call of God? Do you hear God saying, will you help? Will you do something to help the poor and the hurting and those who have tears in their eyes? Will you do anything at all? Will you care? One word makes the difference here. Nizomai. I only say the word because you can hear in that word splanknizomai what mercy really means. At the heart of mercy, you feel it right here. Something wells up from deep inside of you. It says, I want to help. That person needs me. That word? It's found in verse 33 in our lesson for today where it says this, the Samaritan as he traveled came where the man was and when he saw him, he took pity on him. There it is. He took pity on him. A feeling of mercy welled up from right down here and spilled over. And it was mercy as infinite, as God Himself. See, this word, splanchnizomai, is used of only one person in the Bible. Twice in parables, but only in real life for one person. And that person is Jesus. See, when you look at the life of Jesus, you do not see callousness. You do not see indifference. You do not see disregard. See, when, when, it, it, when he looked at the world and when he looked down through the eternity of time, he saw a world crying out for mercy. He saw a little UU. And little UU's in his arms. She was a Christian. But he saw also people who were calloused. He saw also people... With disregard all over their foreheads. And so he drew near. He drew near as an in, in his incarnation, and he drew near to us not to punish, but in mercy and in deep suffering. He drew near to die on a cross. In mercy. So little Yu Yu finds herself in the mercy of Jesus. The callous and the indifferent, the Levite and the priest, the 18, they find themselves in the mercy of Jesus, and we do too. We find ourselves in the mercy of Jesus, because His mercy is as infinite as God Himself. In this sermon series, Your Place in Life, we are looking specifically at all the different callings that you have, and we're focusing in on one specific calling and that's our calling to serve our neighbor. And here's the truth God has placed each one of us at certain times and certain places to hear the call of the hurting and to wipe dry the tears of those who are crying. The truth of the matter is, those eighteen people were there because God wanted them to be there to help little Yu and they did nothing. They did not hear the call of God, a vocation. To intervene. And the fact of the matter is that Levi and that priest, they were there because God wanted them to be there, but they didn't hear his call. And you will be at certain times and in certain places to help. Let's call it this. Let's call it spontaneous neighborliness. Spontaneous neighborliness. See, you don't even really have to make a plan to help someone because you're going to bump into someone just like that priest and Levite in the 18, and God will call you then through the cries and the tears and the, and, and the injuries of the wounded. Be ready to drop everything just like Jesus did and serve your neighbor. Eighteen people walked by little UU on the sidewalk. 18, but the 19th person was a garbage collector. Seriously, the 19th person was a garbage collector, and what she did every day, she sifted through the garbage on the streets, but when she saw little UU, she didn't see a piece of garbage. She saw something that had been redeemed by Christ, and she picked her up, took her to the nearest hospital, The rest of China now knows her as Granny Chen, because she had the mercy of God in her heart. Skip to another part of the world called Jericho, and a man wakes up in a nice hotel. Can't remember, the last thing he can remember is that he had been beaten and robbed, there's $100 in his pocket. His expenses are paid. His wounds are bandaged. And he goes downstairs into the hotel lobby. He said, what happened to me? And the hotel manager said, a stranger helped you. He did all this. He's gone now. Didn't leave a name. Good Samaritan. A world that is full of indifference In callousness, a world that owes a debt as big as the worst injustice. And mercy is born into the world. And mercy hangs on a cross. And mercy rises from the dead, victorious. And the world knows that this mercy is called Jesus Christ, Son of God. And Jesus calls to us, and He says to you, will you be my hands? And will you be my feet? Will you be mercy in this world? Will you hear my call? Amen.